Welcome into a toast to film, everybody. This is your host Trey, and this is your host Evo. And guys, we got a really good episode for you today because we're going to talk about something that needs to be talked about right now, and that's DC, the future yeah. of DC. And you know, we've got some big hitters out. You know, Suicide Squad just jumped. Uh, the Suicide the Squad. The Suicide Squad, which we'll yeah. be reviewing today. Yes, and you know what? Um, I'm excited, you know, for y'all to hear our reviews. We, we were really excited about it, but we definitely want to talk about the future of DC and you know where it's, you know, where it was to where it is now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, buddy, let's dive right into it. Let's dive right in, Trey. And you know, I'm just too excited. We're gonna start off with recording our review for the Suicide Squad. And you know, in the Suicide Squad, they are people in pop culture. Yep. Who commit crime. Yep. So we have, to toast them, the pop crimes (laughs) from Foam Brewers. Yeah. Man, let me tell you what. This beer, this might be in my top five that we've ever done. Humble. Humble can. I'm going to be honest with you, man. This beer, it's an IPA, but it's like a blast of citrus flavors. And when you, it's got such a good finish... It almost reminds me of like the 50-50s that the Red Hair used to do, where it's like 50% beer, 50% grapefruit juice. It's just, you know, it's not powerful. You can taste the hops, but it's not overwhelming. Man, I would drink this any time of the week. It's got a little bitterness to me. I love it, buddy. I'll take it. But man, good you know, good pick, though. Yeah, but you know, not a bad beer. And uh, guys, just so y'all know, I'm going to try and sound my best. My allergies are like going <laughs> out the wazoo. So I'm doing my best not to sneeze. I dude, you're good. So we if I sound this. a little crazy, just know that's why. <laughs> but Trey, you know, we're not gonna talk about a certain movie made in twenty sixteen. Nah. We're not even gonna bring it up. Did one even come out then? I can't remember. We're not uh, even gonna Because what we're talking about is twenty twenty one's the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay, I'm not okay. Member is chosen for his or her own completely unique set of abilities. I need to feel the raindrops on my head, on my head. Hey guys, sorry I'm late. Had to go number two. Good to know. Is this thing a dog? Directed by James Gunn. Yeah. Let me tell you, buddy. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I went to this movie not expecting a lot. Because it still had DC's hands in it. You know what I mean? That's true. And I was like, how much is Sean Gunn going to have, you know... James Gunn. I mean, James Gunn going to have... Although Sean Gunn was in it. How, how much is the weasel going to do yeah. with the movie? <laughs> I was thinking, how much is he going to have free like reign on uh-huh. this movie? Well, it turns out he had a lot. Because yeah. throughout the whole movie, I could tell this is a James Gunn movie. This was no doubt a James Gunn yeah. movie. And that is what you want to hear. You want directors that have a history of success be given creative freedom to create DC success, you know? Which it needs. Which it desperately needs. So I'll say this. I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I did too. I think it did something a lot of movies forget about now where you just want to have fun. Yeah. You just want to have fun, and then there was a key thing for me, 
you had people die. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say my number one pro yeah. is people died. Yeah. And, like, you know, if they happen to have made another movie. Yeah. Which the only reason I'm trying not to mention it is, like, that's what every one of these movie reviews for the new one is. Yeah. It's like, let's tell you how much better it is than the 2016. Yeah. But, and this will be the only time I bring up 2016's Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. What, two people died? Yeah. Diablo and, uh, old boy that, did we remember his name? No. The one that used the little clips? No. Indiana Jones hooks? I forgot him. <laughs> I don't even remember his name, I'm not even lying. Dude, I, the thing is, is, we, you know needed to see what a Suicide Squad was, and it showed in the very first 10 minutes they're expendable, you know? Mm-hmm. But then it also shows what the Suicide Squad is capable of, yeah. you know? You've got your A team and your B team, which is funny, that's kind of how they referenced yeah. it, you know, in the beginning. But you see, like, the quality of the actual Suicide Squad, how they're super villains in a way, but mm-hmm. they can also be really good heroes. And it was a lot of fun to watch. And I will tell you this. I loved the villain. And I loved how there was more than you realized on the surface, you know. I loved that as well. Mm. I love every actor and actress. I don't yeah. think there was anyone that didn't play their part. Like, yeah. even small parts, like Mongal. Yeah. Like, I thought she was funny how she's just screaming. Oh, man. You know, and you had Boomerang, and you had... Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me tell you. I'm not going to lie, so, like, the smallest, literally, mm. smallest spoiler, but when I was watching this, I said to myself, if Sebastian dies, and you got to watch somebody to see who Sebastian is, Yeah. But I said, if Sebastian dies, I'm walking out, <laughs> I'm done, I'm over this movie. I know, and he never did, man, I was happy about Little it. Little Sebastian, he, man. He hung through, man, They, and that was another thing, James Gunn wrote lovable characters. Dude, lovable King Shark. Oh my god, so lovable. Yes. Uh, my so my favorite character, Sebastian, obviously, was Ratcatcher too. Yeah, because she she was awesome. Was the heart of the movie. She was. She gave the that sweet innocent drama, you know, that you needed, and it was just it was amazing, man. I was so happy with it. But I'll tell you, man, I. I really this movie blew me blew my you know expectations out of the water. I had mild expectations, not because I doubted sure. any of the actors or actresses, yeah. not because I doubted James Gunn's ability. We doubt the history of DC. Well, not even that, but just superhero movies that yeah. aren't. I hate to say it that aren't the MCU. Yeah, like they have such a range. Yeah, and like you said, like. As somebody who grew up and was like, oh, there will never be anything greater than 1989's Batman. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, now DC, it's like, where are you at, DC? Yeah, I And know. we'll bring up some stuff about yeah. that. But this movie was just such a fun movie, such a good movie, and just an enjoyable movie all it around. It was. It was. So, do you want to go right into the ranking process, or, you know, is there a couple things you want to elaborate on? No, I'll just say this, you know, you can watch it at home or, you know, I, I know some people like James Gunn are pushing to see in theaters. Mm-hmm. Either way, I think you're going to have a good time because yeah. it's a very fun movie. 
you know, there's a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's a lot of death, but there's also a lot of heart. Like I said, Ratcatcher 2, she is a very... She brings very good heart to it. Yeah. And then Blood's... Uh, who I love, Idris Elba. You oh, know, yeah. that's, you know, my man crush. Oh, he was amazing, dude. He brings the, like, okay, who is this? Yeah. You know, he's the dude. audience avatar. And let me tell you, Bloodsport's suit was amazing. You know, they say his helmet was influenced by Xenomorphs. Yes, and you could easily tell oh, yeah. that. You could tell. I was like, dude. The in little fact, teeth. Yeah, Spencer was like, this looks like a Xenomorph. Dude, it looked great. But I'll say this. Leading up to the my review of it, my yeah. ranking, this movie had great comedy, yeah, great action, had unsuspecting drama, yeah, at certain times that were like really got you in the in the gut, you know, and all above else, it was a lot of fun. It was everything you wanted from uh, you know the Suicide Squad. So for me, and I and we talked about this earlier, it's gone up since we talked about it. Yeah. I'm honestly going to give this a 4 out of 5. I would give it a solid 4 out of 5. Yeah, I would too. Because at first I was like, all right, 3.5 is good. Because the first one was more like a 2.5 for me. You know, it it was barely 50%. Yeah. But this one, this is definitely 80% plus for me. So I I really enjoyed it. I definitely enjoy it, and I hope that everyone checks it out because... I mean, even just some small stuff, like when Rick Flagg's introducing the squad at the beginning. Oh, my God. The way he said, because I've watched it a few times, uh-huh. the way he goes, weasel. <laughs> like, everyone gets this great introduction, and he just, weasel. Oh, I know, man. I know. And Sean Gunn, oh. dude, I don't know how much mocap he was actually doing. But he was awesome. But the little noises he made. Yeah. He's just this weird, it's a, such a weird shape, too, because it's yeah. lanky, but has this big old pot belly. Uh, dude, it was... And it eats children. It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. Great movie. But, um, so now we want to kind of talk about, after, you know, debating, discussing the Suicide Squad. Yeah. What is, you know, what do you think about DC as a whole? You know, where it was, where it is now. Let me Let me take that from you and rephrase it. Okay. So how about this? I want you to tell me what you think has been the biggest flaw to DC. Mm. And then I want you to tell me in your mind, if you were to be able to pitch it to whoever is the Kevin Feige of DC, even if it's only one person, because as crazy as they are, it could be multiple people. Right, right. But let's say there's only one person who's like Kevin Feige, what would you pitch in your mind that could salvage and make it so movies like this mm. come from a better cloth? Okay. So I'm I'm really glad you asked. So first off, getting on to what the main issue has been. Yeah. Let me break that down to three things, okay? One, the most important thing. Unlike Marvel, DC has not had a continuous storyline. Mm-hmm. A good continuous storyline at its heart, you know? Um, which is so sad because when you look at DC versus Marvel, DC has several years on Marvel as far as comics and original mm. characters. Yeah. A lot of the time, nine out, nine out of ten times, DC's character came out first. 
Now, because you know there's a lot of copycats. Well, in the later years, it, they started flip-flopping. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have... Oh, I know. Deadpool and Deathstroke. Right. You know, you have all these flip-flops. But there is a lot in DC's favor. Yeah. You know, one of the few that was, you know, surprising is Namor actually was first. Yeah. And Aquaman came second, you know? That, that and was Namor one, sucks. Yeah, Namor's just... He's not even interesting. But, um, you, you know, so... Not a continuous storyline is okay. what they need at the heart of it. And two, another big one for me was they they caught on to what Marvel was doing too late and they rushed what they were doing. Yeah. And they rushed what they were doing while also trying to be different. It didn't work. So, I mean, they're trying to push out these origin stories that didn't connect, you know, hardly at all at the time. You know, they were just origin stories. And some were amazing. Some were fantastic. That's why I was so sad to see them not take better advantage of it. Mm. Um, because you had, you know, Wonder Woman, yeah. which was incredible, incredible. You know, you had Aquaman that was great, you know. You had Man of Steel that... Man of Steel, oh. Irregardless of what others would say, yeah. I really like Man of Steel. I, I like uh, our boy was in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I will say, though, one of my most hated, and I mean hated things dc has ever done is kevin costner's stupid holding his hand up while he goes into a tornado oh yeah you know i i get i can see that i get that you know it didn't bother me but i could get where it would bother people i can see that so that's that's two of the main things right because like we said they were so rushed um and they just tried to pop out something that they thought would be really interesting that like a lead up to right a lead up like Batman versus Superman you know that's something like it looks great on paper but we didn't really need that you know that didn't need to be a whole movie that could have been an issue inside of a movie but not name the whole thing you yeah know? and you know lastly it's it's an identity crisis oh big time you know that's the biggest issue with DC they don't know where they want to go. And what's crazy to me is, and don't get me wrong, let me be the first to say, no one, and I mean no one, is more excited for the new Batman than I am. Yeah. But that is what I'm talking about. They're rebooting something without having any definitive plans on where that's going to go. If they told me right now that this Batman, this new trilogy that they're gonna, that Matt Reeves is going to put out is going to lead to something great, to a whole line, you know, a whole storyline, I would be so pumped. But that's not going to happen. They're just going to pump out three different Batman movies, which I couldn't be more excited about, but at the end of the day, does it help or hurt DC? It still kind of hurts them. It kind of makes me think of Batman in the 90s. Yeah. Where we had three different Batmans, and each one had a different tone Yeah, and everything. And see, it didn't matter then because, you know, after you had... 89 in returns the other two they didn't really have like a congealed story so it didn't matter and it was a new time yeah so i mean you had years once um the third and fourth one came along and it was just different cinema at that point you know it was different art styles you you went from dark and you know tim burton style which was excellent and then you went with joel schumacher in the later two now i still like the third one I will tell anybody I love the one with Val Kilmer 
with the Riddler and Two-Face, but you could tell it was two different types of movies from, you know, the Penguin. Anyone who says anything about Batman Forever, I would yeah. understand. Except Val Kilmer yeah. was a damn yeah. good Bruce Wayne. Val Kilmer was a good Bruce Wayne, and I love Jim Carrey as a Riddler. I yeah, think Jim, Jim Carrey, Carrey was, was good a good as a Riddler. Riddler. Tommy Lee James was okay. He was all right. He was all right as Two-Face. They should have had him be uh, old buddy from uh, The Fugitive. Oh, my God. You the know, Batman's no, name no. is... He could have been Commissioner Gordon. And it would have been good at that time. Oh, man. And he would have been such a good Gordon. He would have Gordon. been a great Gordon, dude. But anyway, so let me let me jump back to what we were talking about. So yeah. I gave you the three points you were talking yeah. about on, on what the issues were. Let me tell you, on what did you say you wanted me to what do? What is... You, like, you get to sit down with Kevin Feige, mm. and he's actually going to listen. Mm. And you get to say, Kevin... Pitch him a DC... Or, you know, DC Kevin, this is what you right. gotta do. What is your pitch to save DC? DC needs to start start over. They need to start over. But I will tell you this, because I am a firm believer of this. Eddie, let me let me ask you this. When you think of DC and I say, What's the first superhero that comes to your mind? Batman. What would you say? Batman, right? That's a no brainer. Anyone who says differently, maybe Superman. I can understand that, but most, or Wonder Woman. Or Wonder Woman. I would be hard pressed to see anyone besides those. Besides those three, but what you need is a foundation. Let and hear me out. Who started Marvel? It was Iron Man. What are you talking about? The MCU. The MCU. Yeah. Iron Man started, and he was the foundation. We need Batman to be the foundation well, as I well. I mean, Santa's they're the same character. Yeah, yeah, they are, exactly. Rich playboy yeah, exactly. builds a suit. We need Batman to be the foundation, a solid Batman, which it we will get with Matt Reeves. I can go ahead and tell you that. It's dark, it's gritty, got the Riddler, uh, great, it looks like it's going to be a great detective drama, you know? And the beauty about this Batman, it's year one. It's like year one, year two, you know? If we, if DC would start with this Batman and build a continuous storyline, and I, I, I would be this. This would save DC. And here, here's what they don't understand: DC thinks it's too late. I mean, and most people have given up on DC. Mm -hmm. You can all. There's always decades where somebody else takes over. Mm -hmm. You have decade swaps where you know Marvel could have been this past decade, twenty two thousand eight to twenty twenty one. But now you know now Marvel's not going to give it up anytime soon. But DC could start competing, and what they need to do is start with a a good foundation with Batman, and what I would love to see is like a Gotham Knights. Mm. I want to see you slowly introduce other like other movies like we just like in just like in Marvel. Mm -hmm. You had the first Iron Man, then you had Iron Man two. But they introduced Captain America and Thor, right? But what I would like to see is something more grounded. I would want to see before you start introducing some of the gods, introduce some of Batman's most amazing you know allies. Talk, introduce um, Barbara Gordon. Introduce mm. Batgirl. Mm. Introduce the Red Hood, uh, Nightwing. Like, get some storylines with them and build them up to create like like a Defender style for mm. Gotham City 
to start out the DC universe, you know? And then go from there where they start getting bigger villains than they can even they can handle. So then we start introducing some of the gods. Maybe we start seeing Wonder Woman. Maybe we start seeing, you know, uh, Green Arrow, Aquaman, Green Lantern, you know? But we, just like Marvel, it needs to be grounded. It needs to start out grounded, just like Marvel did, and then build. So yeah, I say start with a Batman, stick with Batman for a little bit by introducing some Gotham Knights, and then start expanding from there and get it more cosmic after that. But start grounded, you know? So that's that's that, me. That was very solid. Dude, thank you, man. Well, what about you, though? All right. So let's start with my issues. Yes. So one issue, and I've said this time and time again, and for those who are wrestling fans, like myself, mm-hmm. let me give you an analogy. If Marvel is WWE, let's say that DC is Impact Wrestling. Okay. Now, thankfully, Impact has had a resurgence, like okay. hopefully we're saying DC will. But during 2008, it was trying to be WWE so hard that it got blinded. Mm. And it was quitting. Like, oh, uh, you know, we tried this for a week and it didn't work, so we're giving up. Uh-huh. And that's DC. They quit on themselves yeah. too easy instead of just, hey, that didn't work out, but we're still going to run with it because we believe in it. And it all leads back to CEO. The yeah. CEO didn't have a vision, so watch the directors and writers. So that's one huge issue I've always had with DC is they give up too yeah. easily. Like Marvel, like let's not beat around the bush. Marvel has had some trash movies. Yeah. Like finally, one person doesn't think other than Tim Roth that Incredible Hulk was a trash movie. Right. But they rebounded so well, you forget yes. about it. Because they kept going. They even had Thunderbolt Ross in Iron Man 2, which came after Incredible. Yeah. And they just, because they believe in it. Uh-oh. We got Jojo Betzler uh, running he in. He came in the studio. He's ready to give his opinion. He can't have an opinion. He he heard us talk about Taika Waititi and uh, the Suicide Squad. Exactly. But So that's one big issue, is they quit too easily. Another big issue is they're so afraid... To be, they're almost childish afraid to be compared to Marvel. Right. That they're like, we can't do anything Marvel does. And I'm like, guess what? Tough cookies. If it's going to work, do it. Like Exactly. You don't think we're going to talk about you more when your product is bad? Like, I still will never forgive them when they did not use the Arrowverse cast. Mm. Because they were afraid that they are going to be like, oh, they're going to think we're copying Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so you're copying a TV show which is carrying over the storyline of your movies, which, by the way, Marvel is doing now Yeah, exactly. with all these shows. Exactly. They're like, oh, we have a lull with movies? Let's continue the storyline in you know, a great manner. And because the Arrowverse casting, for, you know, Chef's Kiss, just oh, perfect. Oh, Barry dude. Allen. Dude, Barry Ezra Allen. Ezra Miller is a good actor, but Ezra Miller. I will say this till my dying breath, is no Barry Allen. No, he, and it was just bad. Like you said, he's a great actor. Yeah. It just wasn't the right casting. I mean, you see, we need to talk about Kevin. That dude can be can be yeah. wild. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, ugh, I mean, it's just hard to watch. It's it's not who Barry Allen is. He, he made Barry Allen feel autistic to me. Yeah. And Barry Allen is a genius, but he's not autistic. He's you know? just he's just kind of supposed to be a lovable nerd. Yeah, like, exactly. But he's also supposed to be like no dis no dissing 
Ezra Miller, but he's supposed to be handsome. <laughs> and Ezra Miller's got kind of a weird face. Hey, man. I yeah. mean, it works for him. Yeah, exactly. You know, because he has a charm about him. But So that's a big thing. But let me tell you, okay, this, the Kevin Feige is in front of me for DC, which, you know, we didn't take time to look up his name because if he's not going to give us the time of day, then, you know, to care about his product, then yeah. why should we care about his name? Exactly. But let me tell you, surefire, how to fix dc mm-hmm. you ready i'm ready buddy hope the people are listening take some notes let's hear it you can you can t- uh, you know take this to him for it but um here's what you gotta do as much as this pains me because there's been so many great people gal gadot oh man the whole cast of the suicide squad yeah like henry cavill mm-hmm. there's been so many good people mark strong mm-hmm. you know so many good people we gotta completely wipe the DC, one hundred percent. I agree, and it hurts me to say that, but let me tell you why. I wouldn't. I will say this real quick. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind if they kept the Suicide Squad and this new upcoming Batman, because which I feel like that could, could still but work. But in my mind, we just need to wipe it. But everything else, yeah. Because wipe. I want him to be like, look, every single project. That starts right now. We have one vision, one mind, just like the MCU does. Right. All the products might be different, but they feel the same when you watch them. But here's what I do, okay? Phase one. Yeah, we're that's right. We're gonna do that thing that they're afraid to do. We're gonna copy Marvel. Yeah. But hear me out though. Phase one, like Trey said. Start with Batman. Mm-hmm. Do not give me a damn origin story. No. I am so sick of an origin story. I know. We don't need him. Do not give me Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Do not give me the Joker. Do not give me Harley Quinn because it's going to be too hard on me not to see Margot Robbie. Yeah. Because I love Margot Robbie I as Harley too. Quinn. Give me someone. I don't want an A tier like the Joker. I want a solid B tier. I want someone where you're like, where going into it, you know Batman's going to win, but he puts up a good fight. Yeah. You know, like a, a Mr. Freeze. Yeah. You know, but actually get someone. Red Hood. Red Hood would be a little tough, though, for your very first movie. Oh, it would Just be. because such an origin. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Like, give just, me. Just like a good villain. They. Give me, People don't know a lot about right off the bat, but they're all very good adversaries. Yeah. Give me somebody good like that. Yeah. Or like Trey said, even if it's somebody, like, I don't want Scarecrow. Yeah. You know, I don't want someone that's been, like, used predominantly. Right. I want somebody new. Somebody yeah. that'll give some breath. Yeah. Not an origin story. Batman's been doing this for, like, three years. Yeah. So that's what you start with. Credit scene. We see fire. We see dead bodies mm. we see we, the camera slowly pans to the shoreline and we see a great Atlantean army mm. we see Aquaman with the trident oh, we see at his right Ocean Master we see at his left Black Manta oh. and we see the entire Atlantean army behind him and, I mean, some of them have blood on them. Like, you can tell they've been doing some stuff. Yeah. And he has this look, this piercing look. 
camera pans around and zooms, we see the entire Amazon army. Oh, man. Wonder Woman at the center, at her side. On one side, Cheetah. On one side, Hippolyta. Mm. And it ends with Wonder Woman raising her sword towards them and both Dude. armies charging. I, Eddie, you, see, I'm sold, dude. I would love that, man. Cut. Movie two, Superman. Once again, not origin. Mm-hmm. I'm sick, yeah. sick, sick of right. origin movies. Superman's been doing this a few years, but he's never faced a challenge. Right. So we give him Brainiac. Somebody that's very difficult to defeat, but not like end of the world right. type. Defeating. That's that's like dark side, you know. Yeah, we don't want somebody that strong. Right. Just someone who's gonna he's like, oh man. Mm-hmm. Like this heroing's been so easy saving yep. babies out of trees and yep. stuff. And this dude's actually tough. Mm-hmm. So we get that. Superman versus Brainiac. Cut to the credit scene. We see Amazons and Atlanteans just oh. going at it. We see Blood. We see people getting killed left and right. The Amazons are killing some of the Atlanteans. The Atlanteans are killing some of the Amazons. Oh. And it ends when Aquaman spears um, one of the Amazons. Maybe it's even like Cheetah. Uh-huh. You know, somebody major. Spears them through the chest, killing them. And we hear a, a thud. And he doesn't even turn around. He just... Li- lifts his head up and the camera shot we see wonder woman behind him and she cleans off her sword oh and that's how it ends dude so then movie three this is what you're gonna like movie three i'm all in buddy i'm loving this the flash Uh uh-huh with the villain captain boomerang because it's going to be a flash origin movie Mm. that's going to end after he beats Captain Boomerang. It's going to fake you out. Enter Reverse Flash. Enter the Flashpoint Paradox. And that's how the movie ends with Barry Allen going in Flashpoint and seeing who he thinks is Batman. Mm. Except he takes off the cow and you realize... That's not Bruce. It's Thomas Wayne. It's oh. Thomas Wayne. Bro. So then, cre- I love all credit this. scene for that. And this this is bold, but I'm telling you, you do this, you have butts in seats. <laughs> so this one has two credit scenes. Okay. This one has two credit scenes. Okay. First credit scene, for the first time ever, is a mid-credit, five-minute credit scene. Wonder Woman versus Aquaman. Just them battling. Oh my god. Just, I, I mean, expertly choreographed. Just clanging and clanging and punching blood. And dude, what's so good with that is since they're both gods, we can see some miraculous fights. I mean, knocking yeah. through buildings. That's some, what I mean. Some Just, Super Saiyan level stuff, man. And then it ends with Wonder Woman putting her lasso around his neck and choking him. And she just has this, like, look of pure hate. And it cuts. Oh, my God. And then the after credit scene, we see the 
origin of Thomas Wayne as Batman. But here's what we see. We see Thomas, Bruce, and Martha walking down the alley. We see Bruce get killed because it's Flashpoint. We see Thomas fall to his knees. And we see Martha. And it would have to be a great actress. Right. We see Martha go crazy and just start laughing because she just lost her son. And she smears the makeup into the Joker smile and then runs away. Oh, Eddie, I would be so happy with that. And then, the fourth and fifth movie, Flashpoint Paradox Part 1, which doesn't have a credit scene. Okay. And Flashpoint Paradox Part 2, which, for those who know Flashpoint, everything gets resolved. But that gives you the excuse of why we have different actors and actresses. Because everything gets wiped. And the credit scene is a certain soldier named Jon Stewart finding a ring. I would like so, and I like this story because with the Flashpoint, it's altering you know multiverses, so we're getting different people. Yeah, you know, and that's a good that's a good way to introduce them. And dude, by the way, I love that man, Eddie. You got my backing because I would love to see that all the way through. And I'll tell you what, I was thinking about while you were talking too. I know how the first Batman would be. I know who the villains would be. Tell me if this would not be amazing to what we're talking about mm-hmm. for our like origin story for DC Batman in a dark gritty grounded one where the villain is Black Mask Mm. but guess who Black Mask right hand man is that we don't see until later in the movie Deathstroke Mm. could you imagine those two in a Batman movie I'll do you one better have it where Deathstroke every time we see him the shadow is covering his face, mm-hmm. so we're not really sure who he is. Oh, yeah. And then when he finally steps out of shadows, because we never see his face. Because we're going to know that Black Mask has a right-hand man in the beginning. We just don't know who, and we know he's deadly. We do a dread with Carl Urban where we never see his face. Mm-hmm. When he finally steps out of the shadow, we see him put on a helmet, and he walks out. Oh, man. And we finally see in the glory, Deathstroke. We, right when the first altercation becomes. like I feel like yeah. the first altercation when he comes out of the shadows for the and first time. And he whoops Batman's ass. Yeah. Because yeah. Batman's got to be hurt. It needs to be grounded. See, that's what know. I would like with these is we got to see them fail. Yeah. Where that's why I they love face Dark Rises their so first much. challenge. Yeah. Like like I said with like, a, you know, Superman, he's been doing this so easily. And then comes Brainiac where he actually has a challenge. See, and you know what I would love to see? Just like you're talking about. I would like to do a Black Panther where maybe it's on like... Black Panther? Yeah. Oh. Because I would love to see where like Deathstroke and Batman fight and Deathstroke stabs Batman with his sword and Batman like maybe falls into the sewer or falls somewhere. Oh. And then the whole time Black Mask and Deathstroke think he's dead. But then he comes back stronger and he beats him up the second time. He meets a rat and some turtles that teach him. Exactly. And that's where Batman and the Ninja Turtles first come. Which, great animated movie for those who haven't seen it. Still need to watch it, man. Oh, man, so good. But look, you know, this is a DC episode. Yeah. And for those who haven't listened, Mm -hmm. we do a list at the end of each episode. Right. And there's, like, endless... DC list we could have done. Right. So, instead of our normal top five, let's do a top three, Trey. Okay. And here's what I'm going to hit you with. Trey doesn't know, so this is going to hit him on the spot. Okay. 
if you could pick three DC movies to wipe, you know, rebuild, and then represent, mm-hmm. what would your three be, and what would you do to change them? Okay, so, oh, that's a good question, man. Okay, so the first one that comes to mind for me um, is Aquaman. Okay. Okay. Solid. Um. So I enjoyed Aquaman. Okay, I did. I enjoyed it. But I think if we're talking about how DC needs to change and be more like Marvel, Aquaman would have needed to be introduced differently. You yeah. know, he sure he's one of the main Justice League members, so I I get where they feel like he needed an origin story. Mm-hmm. But he's also a god. Could have been introduced any other way, and. The thing that killed me about that movie, there was so many dang slow motion scenes, which oh, yeah. made it kind of cheesy, you know? And with Aquaman, you know, I feel like they could have used a more centralized villain that has affected, like, both people. How dare you? I know. Can I just slip this one in? Yeah. And Trey can get back to his, because yeah. I'm not going to take away from Yeah, Ocean Master was great. But... Ocean Master, as somebody who loves Aquaman comics, yeah. I have been dying to see an Ocean Master mm-hmm. in Black Manta. And so whether you like them or not, oh, yeah. let me say this. The costumes were perfect. I will tell you this right now. Ocean Master um, was amazing. And um, and so was um, Black Manta. Black Manta. Black Manta was amazing. I mean, they couldn't have been more accurate to the comics, you know? Um, so, as far as, that's why I said I enjoyed the movie. I yeah. loved the movie. But, like you said, you remember when you just pitched yours and you talked about how they introduced Aquaman? That's how I'd want it to be done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Kind of like what you're talking about. Because he's such a grand character with Wonder yeah. Woman. They they need to have grand entrances, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, so, Aquaman would be one of the first ones. I, you know, I would scrap. Okay. Um, two... No question about it would be Dawn of Justice. Okay, that movie was the worst piece of garbage I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay, I hated every bit of that movie. And what I would have done, man versus God, bat versus God. Oh God! Oh Day God! Ver- oh God! How Day about that? versus God. I tell you, man. What I would have liked to see is a movie where it does introduce them. You know, meeting each other. But do it like Civil War, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sorry I keep compared to Marvel, but when you have success on such a high level, it's hard not to. Civil War, inter- you know, really didn't introduce, but it showed Cap and Iron Man with differences on a fight. But it showed it in such a well-written storyline, you know? And where it wasn't about them, but there was a villain that made it about them, yeah. but you could still you know, go back to the main issue. They made Donna Justice just about all they all they cared about in the marketing was we're making a movie where Batman and Superman are gonna fight. You're yeah. gonna love it. it. Like it has no tie in, no meaning to anything else. And then when we get it, what do we get? A three minute fight? We get Martha. We get a three minute fight because how long could an actual Batman versus Superman fight last? About three minutes because well, if Superman wasn't a punk. Yeah, hey, it's it would last thirty seconds because you know what I, my motto yeah. is: Superman a punk. Yeah, well, in Justice, he uh, he gets his. You know, Superman turns it up. But lastly, man, 
I, you got to redo Justice League. Oof. You got to redo Justice League. Now, granted, I, Snyder cuts a different thing. I'm not considering. Yeah, Snyder cuts worse. No, no, Snyder cuts No, Snyder cuts not worse. Snyder cut is amazing. I, Ebo, will formally say, Snyder cut is worse because it's longer. No. I hate both of them. No. Snyder cut's amazing. Okay, let me put it into this way, okay? What if Marvel came out with an extended version of Endgame with 30 more minutes? We'd watch it, and we'd see it, and we'd love it. I'd be excited. Exactly. So it's not the length. It's that Just League already wasn't that great. So when they added some things, it just didn't make it any better. You know? It's a boo-boo. You know? So scrap that and, and rewrite it. So, you know, and and... Give it the proper time it needs. Give it the proper time. So, So, when I was looking at this list, I was thinking, there's a lot of DC movies. Mm -hmm. I could go DC Universe. Yeah. I could go animated. Mm -hmm. I could go regular. So, what I decided to do is, I decided to pick three movies that I think are very good Mm -hmm. movies. And decide to make them great. I like it. So, let's start out. Number three, Mm -hmm. Shazam. Okay. Dude, I forgot all about Shazam. I think Shazam had great casting. Mm -hmm. Zachary Levi, Adam Levine. Isn't that his name? No, Adam Brody. Adam Brody, yeah. You know, just great casting all around. I think elements of the story weren't bad. I think that those CG, trash-looking monster villains that... They made it a goofy kids movie, yet those oh. things were literally like eating people alive, and the people were like doing visceral screams. Like, let's, let's make it one tone. Let's just make it a goofy movie. Yeah. Like, give a goofy villain almost like a Ronan the Accuser from yeah. Guardians. Like, make it fit the tone. That's what I do. I right. make Shazam because I love Shazam. Yeah. Like in the comics, the movie. Like I said, I think it's good. Right. But I want it to be great. So, make it one tone. That's my big thing I would do for Shazam. Right. So number two, I love this movie, mm-hmm. but it could use, and this is going to pay me a say, a different lead. And that would be remake Constantine. Ooh. So here's the thing. Constantine, very underrated Yes. Cast. I mean, it had Keanu Reeves and Rachel Weiss. Like, but I would have... Now, if I'm remaking these present day, you know who I'm going to do. I'm going to put old Matt. you got to put Matt in there, man. As Constantine. Yeah. But if we're going by the rules set where we're remaking these at this time period, mm-hmm. I don't know who would have been a good fit in 2003, but not Keanu. Con- Keanu did a good job. He did. But we needed somebody to bring a great job. We needed somebody... Because Keanu's a good actor... But he's not, like, that good emotional actor. You know who would have been a good actor? Hmm. And it was actually a villain. Steven Dorff, who was the villain oh. Blade. Oh, Wouldn't he have been a good Constantine? I think he would have been. Steven Dorff would have been good. I think he would have been I actually solid. just watched Blade last night. It's so good. Blade's so good. Dude, when you think about him, he would be... Because, okay, don't think about him in Blade... Yeah. Think about him how he is now with shorter hair and well, a scruffy beard. Well, I mean, even beard. with Blade, like... He's good. Just think, because... Because he was I a smartass. I need that intensity. Yeah. And he's... 
he's kind of got an evil side to him. Like he's seen stuff, and Costine's definitely seen stuff, and he's yeah. not really a people well, I mean, person. His soul yeah. is, you know, already like owed. Yeah, when he dies, he's not a people person, and he's like a smartass. Yeah, and Stephen Dorff that fits that category. But like, so I would have recast Keanu Reeves. And also, I would have had the studio actually back the movie. Yeah. Because the movie's good, and if they had just really backed it and believed in it, it could have been special. It could have. But my number one, and of course I had to bring this up, Mm -hmm. because to this day, I will defend this movie, and I will put it above most other DC movies. Trey knows what's coming. And brightest day and brightest night. So, my number one is Green Lantern. But hear me out. I would do two things. And Trey, like, I can't immediately tell, you know, listeners yeah. what their reaction. But I want you to tell me this wouldn't be a better me. Okay. So, number one, even though I don't see a problem with it, take out the Hot Wheels scene. Just because, like, people got so butthurt over that that they couldn't, oh, yeah. like, concentrate the resume, apparently. Yeah. So, take that out. But hear me out. Keep the villain to an extent. The guy, uh, Hector. Yeah. But pull a fast one on the audience. Make you keep the, keep the movie as it is, okay? You keep feeling that Hector is going to be the villain. He keeps making the moves. Then at one point, Sinestro, Mark Strong, who I will say to this day... Best Sinestro of all time. One of the best performances in DC, Yeah. period. It really was. He finds the the yellow ring. And he kills Hector. And turns out, oh, the final battle is Sinestro full fear just Sinestro versus Hal. Oh, dude. Tell me that's not a different movie. It, it is. And... Or just the fact if they we did a if we did a DC movie like Marvel like where it's continuous storyline you could do someone a little lower tier and Sinestro would be in the second one. Well, but we're not going by those rules. We're going no. by if we remade the movie, right? Because hear me out. Yeah, Sinestro he beats Sinestro, and the credit scene instead of him finding the ring and becoming the Yellow Lantern is him starting his Sinestro core. And that's what the sequel would have been. I'll do one better, Eddie. Sinestro kills Hal, and John Stewart finds the ring. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and he beats Sinestro in the second one. Because you know, people for people who don't know, I have always said John Stewart's my dude. Well, dude, not only that, but you want to do something that Marvel hasn't done. You give a villain. That actually wins in the first one. It takes two movies to beat them. They've never done that in Marvel. Yeah. That would be something original DC could do, and it would show the gravity. Dude, could you imagine seeing the second movie and waiting for that so final battle? So basically, like Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. But we didn't have a New Hope. Exactly. Okay, I'm here for that. Even dude, more. wouldn't that be amazing? As long as it's not. Let me let me just say this: the next Green Lantern we get. Mm-hmm. So help me. All that is above. Like, if it's Hal Jordan, I'll be upset, but I'll deal with it. Because I want Jon Stewart, because that's my dude. And Idris Elba playing him. I mean, everybody wants that. Yeah. 
But so help me God, if they go with Kyle Rayner. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, that would just show me that DC doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah. I, I had to think about that for a minute, but yeah. Ugh. Oh, dude, that Ugh. makes well, me sick. And with DC, you never know. That probably would happen to me. Well, guys, great stuff, though, buddy. I loved that. We are at at the end of the episode. You Mm. know, thankfully, we're not as long as a DC movie. Yeah. But (laughs) if you'd like to tell us why our views are right, why they're wrong, Mm -hmm. or if you want to tell us a movie to check out, then you can do it so many ways. You can go to facebook.com slash toast2film. That's the number two. You can go on Twitter at film underscore toast. You can go on Instagram, a toast to film, all one word. Or you can email us directly, bingingandbrewing at gmail.com. And from Trey and myself, we just wish you good night and good viewing. Good viewing, everybody.